Welcome back, fellow podcasters. It's time for another episode of Jeff Fry, an American conservative. This past week, we all witnessed in San Francisco the citizens there putting through a recall for their district attorney, Chesa Boudin, because they didn't like the job he was doing. In his particular case, he was uh, too soft on crime, letting people out. And we've heard at least once down in Los Angeles, their DA, George Gascon, which they're attempting to, citizens there are attempting to do the same thing. They're putting signatures up and then they will have a recall election to see whether the majority of the citizens wish for George Gascon to continue to interpret the law the way he's doing it. But this system of recall, and also uh, sometimes called a non-confident vote, is not new. Internationally, you have a number of countries that have this recall or non-confident system place. Countries such as Argentina, Canada, Alberta, British Columbia, Colombia, Ecuador, Germany, India, Latvia, Mexico, New Zealand, the Philippines, Peru, Israel, Switzerland, the Soviet Union, although I'm sure that's not used often, Taiwan, Ukraine, and the United Kingdom. So I suppose one of the questions is, how come we don't have something like that in the United States? Well, as we alluded to earlier, the majority of our states actually do have a recall provision, but the Constitution of the United States currently doesn't have anything that provides a recall election on the national level. So maybe it's time to have one on a national level. In order for this to happen, at least one opinion, would be the word is considered plebiscite. We would have to have a plebiscite, which would be basically a referendum where we would have a direct vote of all eligible voters in the United States on an important public question, such as changing this recall thing, and if passed, would then make a change in our Constitution. Now, as you can imagine, under our last administration with Donald Trump, there were hundreds of thousands of Americans that were looking some way to recall or to get rid of President Trump at the time, or to recall him. And if truth be known, there were various petitions amongst the groups And they had collected more than 6 million signatures from people that were trying to hold Trump accountable and put an agenda out that could recall his election. And in that petition, it said something to the effect of, he is unfit for office, he is a national embarrassment, hopelessly compromised, blatantly unethical, demonstrably ignorant. I dare say we could probably take the same exact petition and plug in for sleepy Joe Biden. Although I would rather think that the majority of those 6 million signatures probably wouldn't sign on again. That was what was considered a grassroots democracy in action. And if you were to go back in history, it was referred to as Athenian democracy. And Athenian democracy 
going back to Athens, was when issues were passed based on the majority of the citizens. I mean, it was a pure democracy, which through history, we learned that that sometimes was taken advantage of by mob rule. So we try to get protections through the time so that mob rule could never just suddenly overthrow a government. So what do we do when something like Joe Biden comes up? Where clearly in the first year and a half, we come to find out he just can't do it. He's messing up our country. He's messing up our economy. Our world order is being altered. And frankly, he's dangerous. He's not only an embarrassment, he's dangerous to us. Well, back in 1967, the 25th Amendment was created. And that amendment said that the president could be removed. Actually, any of the federal elected officers could be removed if they were unable to discharge the powers and duties of their office. Now, if our current President Biden would just get a test to check his acuity level and what his brain thinking was all about, like President Trump did, I might add, then we probably would have that as a suggestion. And at that point, Biden would probably hopefully do the honorable thing and he would submit his resignation. But what would happen if Biden refused to then step aside or if he didn't take the test? Well, the 25th Amendment also provides, and I'm going to quote it right out of the Constitution, and it says, Whenever the vice president and a majority of either the principal officers of the executive departments or of such other body as Congress may by law provide, transmit to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office, the vice president shall immediately assume the powers and duties of the office as acting president. Now, some of this might sound a little bit familiar because if you go back just a couple of years, there was a coup attempt by some of these executive departments, and they were going to try to forcibly say that Trump was unfit for office. But if you were to go back and read that a little more carefully, it doesn't necessarily have to be the vice president and uh, principal officers. It also said, or of such other body as Congress made by law provide. Now that, my hunch would be interpreted as being the U.S. citizens or the voting, the legal voting members of the United States. And that we could put up a national referendum and we'd all be able to vote. If this could be interpreted that way, and remember, Congress would have to pass it. And I would assume that Congress, current Congress anyway, would have no parts of this with Biden. But you never know what the future has ahead of us, like we hope happens in November. But then we, Congress then could create this binding national recall election Oh, they could do it for the president and the vice president if they wanted to. By simple legislation, interpretation of the 25th Amendment. And if they did this, then a constitutional amendment would not be required. Now, I know that sounds kind of easy. You could say, well, if the Congress just gets the majority or a supermajority, 
booth in the, uh, in the Senate, in the House, they would always be able to push a president out, at least by getting together with their executive committee or by putting it up to the American people. But I don't think it'd be quite that simple. Remember that we have 50 states and we're a republic. We're not an Athenian democracy. So the first thing we'd have to do would be to have some kind of formalized process. So how would it work? How would you determine when or if to call a recall election? Well, a good starting point would be to go to the states that already have a recall petition uh, in effect, laws. Most, if not all, of those already require a certain percentage of registered voters in that state to vote in the positive to go forward. But of course, how could this work on a national basis? We'd all also have to agree on the, the, the correct percentage. And would it be a percentage of each state? Or would it be a percentage of the total majority of voters, the citizens? And even if somehow we were able to figure that part out, who would certify the results? Couldn't give it to the president or vice president. They're the ones being recalled. But keep in mind, the Constitution, certainly under this uh, 25th Amendment, doesn't give any authority in any way for a recall election. So it would have to be done in coordination with the judicial branch, which would ultimately be the Supreme Court of the land, before anything could be started. And keep in mind, any changes to the Constitution, if you wanted to go that route, would have to be approved by all 50 states. It would have to be a unanimous decision. Now, perhaps uh, if they just had interpretations of the 25th Amendment, it could go to a simple majority, perhaps, or maybe that would create or be necessary to have a supermajority. Either way, I think the process should probably at least start because I don't imagine anything could happen within the next two years of Joe Biden's uh, remainder, his tenor. But I think we ought to take the lessons from all those other countries that we talked about earlier and have some kind of provision, a protection device that we have as citizens so that if and when the next knucklehead like Biden gets into office and starts jeopardizing our country, our democracy, we at least as citizens, legal voting citizens, have the potential right for remedy. There is no reason why we shouldn't be able to do this. So there you have it. I wouldn't uh, be counting on anything happening in the next couple of years for a recall Biden initiative that you'll be hearing rumblings about. Maybe you'll hear it on Fox News or Newsmax or something. But in reality, it's probably not going to happen like that. And it certainly won't happen until after the midterms, depending on how they turn out. But I do think that the grassroots stuff can possibly start. And maybe in our lifetime, a provision somehow will come about which would allow us the voice, even if we find ourselves again with the wrong person in office. Until that time comes, we have to try to get our media back to at least expose truths on both sides. Hey, the truth's the truth. So as we're going through things such as this highly discriminatory, biased January 6th commission, 
trying to find out how we can keep Trump from running from office again, instead of finding out maybe how we can stop this from happening again, including, I might add, Pelosi's lack of putting security in place when it should have been, or Hunter Biden's laptop, or pay-to-play with the Clintons and the, the FBI whose cell phones all seemingly got accidentally erased. I mean, there's just so many things that we need to start with going back to being a country by law and following that law and the justice for both sides. There is no side when it comes to law. If we go back to the original logo with the blinded, uh, blindfolded Lady Liberty, that's exactly what it's supposed to mean. We need to go back to that. In the meantime, I want to thank everybody for once again tuning in. And I look forward to more episodes on our way to the November midterm elections, where if we're really lucky, we'll get that vote out there. Somehow it won't get poisoned. And we'll at least be able to get back some control so this idiocy that's happening in Washington is curtailed. I am Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us... U.S., the United States, in mind. Thank you.